0: Right, welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the High Button Podcast. I am your host Justin Boulanger Today's episode is brought to you by ProLineStadium.com, Atlantic Canada's home field for great sports betting. It is a great Time of year to be a sports fan, and it just got even better with the new pro line offer where you can earn up to fifty dollars per week in parlay tokens. Now, until June 25th, every wager of fifteen dollars or more on a three pick parlay on pro line stadium bets or fantasy will earn you a ten dollar token that can be used on any sport. Tokens must be used on a parlay of three or more picks, and will expire July 31st. Bet on ProLine all season long at ProLineStadium.com or download the ALC app. Must be 19 years of age or older. Please play responsibly. Congrats to Zach Fucali and the Hershey Bears on winning the Calder Cup in the AHL last night. Zach, former Halifax Moosehead and former friend of the show. Congrats, brother, if you're listening. Summer is here. Summer stories coming your way. Golf addiction stories coming your way. Uh, Summer is full-blown here. Longest days of the year. Sun's up early. Sun's going down late. This is the High Button Podcast. I'm Justin Belanger. Jeff Warburton is here. In-house podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. And we're going, welcome back, uh, ladies and gentlemen, whatever you're doing, whatever day of the week, whatever time, whatever piece of furniture you're sitting down in, maybe you're in your car, welcome back uh, to the High Button Podcast. We're uh, we're in the middle, not even the middle, we just started summer. Someone told me yesterday that summer has begun. I woke up at 5.30, the sun was beaming through the blinds. Um and I didn't get to bed last night until probably 9 30 10 because the sun was still up it's hard to sleep when the sun is up but that is a sign of good weather and uh in good times as as I like to say uh, golf season or sorry Jeff how are you I should uh, I shouldn't just doing good to good see sorry Jeff. yes good to good
1: to be here good to be back how's the summer job going It's good, it's good, yeah. One day at a time. Ready to go on vacation, though. You're going to Toronto? Going to Toronto for a wedding, yep, you know. Love is in the air. Yeah, Jay's game. Stopping in Quebec City for a little solo night, so up to Toronto. Do you think you could drive to Toronto on your own, 17 hours? No. (laughs) I'll let you know how it goes. (laughs) Yeah,
0: good luck. (laughs) Yeah. All right, can I go now? Yeah, you have at her. What was I saying? Golf. Golf. Um... You know, you you hear of people that have uh, addictions. You know, I never really got into, you know, drugs. You know, I never, you know, alcohol is alcohol. I never really became addicted to it. But this is the first time in my life where I have an actual addiction. And joining the 7-Step Golf Program, the first step is admitting. And I'm ready to admit that today, that I do have a golf addiction. And there'll be some days where I don't even really want to golf, but I just go anyways, just to scratch that itch just to get it out of my system. I'll call my buddies up and say, Hey guys, do you want to go golfing? But really I'm calling them to say, Hey, let's, let's go score. Mm. Let's go, let's, let's go get another, let's go get another itch. Let's go, let's go scratch that itch. Let's go score. (laughs) So the first step is admitting and, We'll see what happens from here. There is a program that you can enter yourself into. Um, I'm not willing to put myself into that program yet, but I am willing to admit I am an addictive golfer. Like most of the people out there uh, who golf, it's a very expensive sport. There are more, or excuse me, it's a very addicting, um, what do you call it? It's an addictive drug. There's more drugs out there that are probably more addicting, but golf is up there when it comes to uh, a drug. It's up there. It's very addictive. So I'll uh, I'll have to work something out and see what
2: uh, what mm. goes from there.
0: But I'm having a great time. You know, yeah. if you're gonna spend money on something, there's lots worse things that you can uh, spend time on. Was, At least you're out there. Yeah,
1: that was my next question. Usually, addiction you're trying to fix. Are you really trying to fix this addiction, or are you just kind of you know? See where the wind blows, yeah. I mean, you seem to
0: enjoy it, right? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. When you look around and you see other people that are addicted to the game, you all of a sudden don't feel so bad. That's how I feel. Maybe uh, you know a crack addict feels. It's like he's doing it, but he sees some other guys doing it too. It's like, oh, it's mm. not that bad. The other guys over there are oh. doing it. So oh. I guess it's okay. Oh yeah. So when I roll up to Brunello and I see everyone, you know, scratching their itch, just trying to get that little golf itch out. Yeah. We're all the same. We're the same people. We're out there and. Um, we're enjoying the addiction, and that's all yeah. I can say about that.
1: It's kind of like when you uh, – you know, in school, when you get a bad test, but all your friends get a bad test too. So you're like, all right, we're all kind of on this boat together. Like, let's mm. go tell our parents I failed, but, you know, so did 70% of the class. Fudge those numbers a bit. Mm-hmm. Same thing, right? You're just yeah. – you're all on this boat together.
0: And it's interesting. Sometimes I'll be playing 18, and I'll be playing with uh, – my buddy who I play with is Jasper. Shout out to Jasper. Me and him are – we're the addicts together, and mm. – if you've never played golf before, it's usually a foursome. So if you count myself and Jasper, that's just a twosome. So you'll randomly just get paired with two other people. Um, and these other two random people, sometimes they can be addicts too. And it, excuse me. They can be uh, so frustrated by the ninth hole. They get up and they walk off and they leave, whether it's the sun, whether it's their score, whether it's their wife calling from home, there's mm-hmm. many different factors that can make you get up and walk away from a green um yesterday i played with a gentleman i'm not going to say his name for obvious reasons he's probably hiding you know but he left because of the heat it was too hot for him he couldn't handle i'm not going to say what his score was maybe that had something to do (laughs) but as soon as we hit the ninth he shook our hand he said good day gentlemen i'll see you later addicted he's addicted but this is the this is the you know, this is the gamble we play when we get involved with sports or excuse me with, with golf. So I'm just gonna say that for a, a clear head to the to the kids out there that are thinking about getting involved with golf. Um, I was once you. I, I thought I had a bright uh, future, you know, the, the, the whole shebang, everything, the wife, the, the kids, the dog, the picket fence. I thought that's where I was going until I discovered the four letter word mm. golf. What does it say? Golf, get out, leave family, golf. <laughs> is that what it is? I think that's what it is. Jerry Seinfeld that's said that good. a couple of years ago. Get oh, yeah. out, leave family, golf. So that you know, I thought I was headed to the promised land, and obviously, mm-hmm. I'm not headed there. Maybe one day, but as of right now, um, I need I need to get out of this uh, this thing that they call the the golf life.
1: Really, but, you're ready to get out?
0: No, but no, okay. But it makes me feel right. better. We're just chatting. Here. It makes me feel yeah. better <laughs> that I'm admitting it, because that's the first step. Yeah, It's admitting. So I'm admitting, but that doesn't mean I have to stop playing. No, because they say the first step's just admitting. Okay, great. Doesn't the, the second step isn't quitting?
1: No one ever knows the second step. No,
0: it's just admitting. So I'm admitting. <laughs> Did you play today? Yeah, I just got back. Okay. Yeah. Played awful. How'd you do? Oh, oh. awful. <laughs> 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 Played terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the heat was getting me
1: oh yeah
0: i think i shot like a 45 on the front 45 on the, i didn't even i remember at the end i didn't i wasn't mm-hmm. it was it was just so hot you're you're i don't know if, if anyone's ever seen me i guess we're recording this but i'm paled skin so that means i have to wear a lot of sunscreen and when you put a lot of sunscreen on that means your hands are getting oiled mm-hmm. and when you're swinging a club and your hands are oily that means you're you're slipping out of your grip. I'm not using that as an excuse, but I kind of am. So there's a lot of oils. There's a lot of lotions. There's a lot of, you know, I'm drinking out of a water bottle. So when it's condensation. hot out, condensation, there's yep. water on the bottle. That's it. That's another how do, excuse.
1: How do they expect you to play? Really?
0: Yeah. And you know, there's a couple pin placements out there, you know, that weren't, you know, the, the, let's just say the groundskeeper didn't wake up and have a great day. There was a couple pin placements that could have been a bit better. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't a great morning. I'll tell you that. Even mm. though, you know, what do you, I'm golf, everyone's listening, going, Justin, you're golfing uh, Thursday, 10 a.m., it's 30 degrees out. What do you want from, like, am I looking for sympathy? No. no. But what I am telling you is that I am addicted and you should feel bad for me because I have an addiction and I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to become a better person because of it. For the first time in your life, you're addicted to something fully. You were never addicted to hockey or
2: Yeah, but that was a across. healthy addiction.
0: Yeah, that was, that's a healthy addiction because hockey's only 2 hours golf's only 2 hours <laughs> <laughs> golf's 4 hours yeah <laughs> and then you went you know and if you think about it golf an hour before you know you're on yeah. youtube looking at you know i remember i woke up this morning and i was looking at brunello's drone <laughs> You know, I've played the course, you know, a million times, but I'm still waking up looking at the drone footage of what the course looks. Like. Oh my
3: god! Yeah.
0: <laughs> what what?
1: And that leads to the question: What does your fiance think of this? Is she even like acknowledging your addiction,
0: or is it kind of just
1: like on the DL between the boys here and everyone at home?
0: No, she's very aware of it, but that's part of the reason why I love her is because she lets me golf. And mm-hmm. you know but she's cool with it. As long as I get the dishes done and laundry, the house Mm. is clean and make money. Yeah. That's, you know? Yeah. So no, she's, she's great with it, but you got to pick the right one. That's for sure. If you're, you know, you hear a lot of, that's another thing about golf. When you're out there on the course with these guys and you hear about their problems, not necessarily with their wife, but you hear about problems they have maybe in their life. You hear about problems. Maybe they have at work, maybe at home, maybe with their kids, yada, yada. You come home and you realize maybe how you not know, great your life is, but oh man, my problems all of a sudden aren't so big. So that's one positive thing about golf. When you mm. hear other people's problems, you come home, you go, hey, maybe I don't have it so yeah. bad.
1: Makes you more appreciative, you know? Yes. Opens your eyes up a bit.
0: Yeah. Okay. So there's something. There maybe I'm not. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. golf is a good thing.
1: Yeah. Sign on
0: for another year. You're all right. Yeah. <laughs> I got paired with a guy today who's, uh, I wouldn't call him a fan of the show, but he's listened to a couple podcasts. It was cool. He's a Nice guy. Um, course was running great today. Hit a couple nice shots. Didn't make any putts. Hit the Hit the ball well off the tee. Um, duffed a couple, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Mm. So I am addicted. I've admitted it, and we'll go with that. I'm still going to golf. I'm not going to quit. But I've admitted, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll roll with that and, and see what happens. Are you playing any tournaments this year,
1: or like yeah, invitationals? We are. Right. Yeah. So we're we we'll,
0: I've already put – so you, me, dudes, and Mark are playing in the Junior B uh, Penguins Golf Charity Tournament at Pen, no at Fox Hollow. Right. And then I'm playing at Penn Hills with dudes, uh, I think, Wig, and I think Campbell at Penn Hills for the Halifax Max mm. uh, Golf Tournament. That's coming up, isn't it? I think it's in July at some point. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Oh, I should make sure we're not in yeah,
1: I, th- I think we're okay, because you've had that in the, in the calendar for a while, but I think it is early July.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I so will say this, going back to the golf, eh, maybe you think people are sick of the golf, or should I keep going? Ah, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> the way I'll look at it is that other people are addicted to golf, so maybe other people want to listen to golf. Mm. Uh, yeah, exactly. Everyone loves golf. It's golf. Yeah. What do you want, you know? What? nothing oh sorry yeah. I thought, no it's golf <laughs> yeah. um networking opportunities mm-hmm. holy smokes a lot of retired individuals out there they want to know what i do for a living the opportunities i never thought of this but with guys who are retired there's a good amount Because a lot of these guys have sons Mm -hmm. and a lot of these guys have connections because, you know, most of them are, you know, 70s, upper 60s, whatever it may be. A lot of these guys have connections to, to people that are in line with our business. So that's another positive that comes from golf is networking with strangers. I've always said this. If you're trying to work on your people skills, go golfing alone obviously me and Jasper get out a lot I'm very fortunate for that he has a he just has a baby a one-year-old so there's times where he can't get out as much as uh, I'd like him to get out uh, which forces me to go out alone and I know now you're thinking oh Justin you're that guy that goes out alone uh, no, no 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 you guys have it all wrong going out by yourself makes you work on yourself you have to be able to have a conversation oh he's got a text sorry you have to be able to have a conversation with a stranger and be able to not hype yourself up but just network a bit how you doing where are you from mm. oh, you hold your own hold your own mm. it, it, it gains a little bit more confidence in your uh ability to be alone in this world and if you're not comfortable being alone in this world what are you doing you have to be able to yeah. sit at a table by yourself not look at your phone and just be comfortable um and that's one that's another positive that, that, that golf give, has given me mm-hmm. i've been able to go up by myself and uh and just shoot the shit with some strangers it's kind of cool yeah, that's uh. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I I wish I could say the same. <laughs>
1: I wish I could say
0: the same. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. So that's another positive.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, exactly. You just gotta talk it out sometimes here,
0: right? Yeah, Yeah, well, it's a podcast. Yes. Um, it's, uh, you know, I'm, yeah, I don't know if I really want to talk about it's the Titanic, the submarine. Mm, that's a tough one. It is. That's what we had next on the docket, but now that I'm looking at it, yeah, it's just a—it's an awful way to go. But the all I'll say is, you know, the individuals that go on to that submarine have to know that what they're getting themselves involved with. No, you have to know that there's a a slight chance that you might not resurface. Obviously, going on, you're hoping for the best. You're gonna you're gonna pull up. You're you're mm. gonna be fine, but there has to be a part of you that's willing to, to risk your life to go down there. And that it, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a tough one.
1: Yeah. How are you with water? I don't, I don't even know if like we've ever like been around or swam together or done anything like that. Yeah. Of all this stuff we've done, like, are you a water guy, an ocean
0: guy? I am. I, um, it's just, you know what my dad did for a living? He's a diver. Right. Right. So you'd think naturally water was fine with me. I'm not scared of it or anything, but I've, I had an accident when I was a kid where I ruptured my, um, ear to a uh, dr- uh, eardrum mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I wasn't able to go more than five feet underwater without water rushing into my ear Ooh. so at an early age I knew I couldn't follow my dad's footsteps couldn't be a diver couldn't go more than five feet five feet might be pushing it it could be three feet I, I haven't tested it I haven't tested it in years um but water doesn't scare me but no I can't go deep I can't go mm. I can't go any further than yeah three four five feet um the individuals who went on to that submarine, billionaires, people that have traveled to space. One guy was on there with uh, Jeff Bezos up in space, like his company, wow. like a year ago, something like that. So you have to think about the guys that are going under there, ambitious, ready to explore. Titanic. That's what they were doing, right? They're going to they're going to the Titanic. Someone said that more people have been to space. Than have gone down and looked at the Titanic. Like it's more of a, it's more of an accomplishment than going to space. Think about that. That's
1: nuts. You know,
0: more people have been up into outer space than have gone down into a submarine to look at the Titanic.
1: Something that's on this Earth is less attainable than leaving like our
0: stratosphere. That that is, that's crazy. Yeah. Excuse me the thing that gets me is the excitement towards it i don't get the excitement same with going to space same with you know climbing a mountain looking at it there's there's certain elements that people have excitement um in this life that i I just don't have and i've always Mm. wondered that same with like going to the beach and like looking at water and like there's tons of people that get excitement from this i don't and it's frustrating i wish i had an excitement for this adventure type of stuff yeah and i don't
1: that's interesting yeah i I wonder how many people are like you like just like you have no desire to like push yourself climb mount everest one day you know do something bungee jump off a like you know a bridge out of a helicopter none of that like like gives you any excitement or
0: like anything like that no no it doesn't it's (laughs) weird i wish because when i look at other people that have the excitement towards climbing Mount Everest, I'm jealous of that excitement. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't have it. My excitement is, you know, game five of the NBA Eastern Conference Finals and working to be able to afford a ticket to go. Like, that's yeah. my Mount Everest. Just, yeah, you know, doing these little things in life that allow you to... uh kind of forget about the real world. When you're climbing Mount Everest, you're not thinking about the mortgage and your car mm. payment. You're know, you know you're you're thinking about the top of Mount Everest. Mm. When I go to game five of the NBA Eastern Conference Finals, I'm not thinking about anything but just enjoying myself. That that's my Yeah. True. I just like working towards little thrills, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. What, like, do you, do you, does your adrenaline get fired up? Like, when was the last time you really had, like, an adrenaline dump or an adrenaline rush? Like, cause that's usually what people seek when they do those crazy things. They want that moment at the mm-hmm. top where it's like you're, a, you're, like, literally on top of the world in your mind and not like you're floating, like, outside. I don't know.
0: I don't have that. I don't have adrenaline rushes. I, I just, See, here's the way life works. I'll tell you right now. This is the way my life works. A lot of people are looking, I shouldn't say a lot, but there's people out there that are looking for those highs and then maybe don't think a low time is coming and then they look for a high and then they may know a low time is coming. There's people that look for thrills every weekend. There's some people that look for a thrill on the weekend when they just go out uh, for a couple drinks, you know, they can't wait for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the weekend, boom, they can't wait for that thrill. There's people that climb Mount Everest. There's people that go look at the Titanic. There's people Mm -hmm. that do Game 5 NBA Finals, whatever it may be. There's people that look for thrills. But over these past seven years of the company, it's taught me a lot in terms of ups and downs. Whenever you're good, whenever you get like a big advertisement deal, wicked. I used to be really excited. But now I understand that in a week, A day, three days, there's going to be a moment where I'm like, oh, for God's sakes, Justin, you got to do this. You forgot to. And there's going to be a low moment. And then maybe a couple weeks later, there'll be a high moment where it's like, oh, great. We got this. We got Jonathan Torns on the podcast. Let's go. This is the best day ever. That's, you know. (laughs) And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, this happened. I got to figure. I get. Yeah. So I understand these highs and lows and I don't live my life like that anymore. So when anything happens good, when anything happens bad i'm just coasting along baby i'm not trying to do too much i'm not trying to do too little i'm just trying to be a skateboarder on a flat road i'm just trying to push along and and enjoy this ride what they like to call life l-i-f-e yeah Not looking for highs not looking for lows i'm just trying to to maintain have a smile on my face and uh love the people around me. That's all there is to it, to me.
1: Yeah, I do envy you sometimes I think about this cause like obviously we spend a lot of time together and you you talk about, you know, especially with money and all those things where you don't really get shaken up and to your skateboarding reference, just because you're on that flat road doesn't mean you're not getting excited about things or anything. It's just like in our line of work, you just, got, you just keep it moving. Like, you know, that Boston trip we anticipated, we went on it, it went great, awesome. We're a month out from that trip, and it's like it's kind of a distant memory. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of on to the next thing, you know what I mean? So it's just like it's a slow kind of ingraining in your mind where you're just like these good things will happen, but you just keep it, you just keep it moving, man. And it's I find uh, this past year I'm kind of like I try to look look to what you do in that sense. And there's there's times, especially when it comes to all the money and stuff, where I say, you know, there'll always be that next opportunity. And it's been an adjustment, but, you know, yeah. I think getting there, it's interesting to hear you talk about
0: it, though. You're, you're at a fragile age when it comes to money because now you're starting to pay rent. Now you're starting mm-hmm. to do all this stuff on your own, and I've been there. And it's uh, it's not fun, but you have to look at everything as a learning experience. Being, you know, dollar to dollar, penny to penny, whatever it may be, it's, uh, it's not a fun time in life. But just know that what was the problem you had the other day? Like you lost a jacket or something. Yeah. So where's your head at right now? What about my, that?
1: My head is literally after this podcast. I go to I have to go to Mac buy a hundred and sixty dollar jacket because I made a mistake and lost of buddies.
0: <laughs> okay, so your problem solved. Yeah. So look at yourself two I can weeks afford ago. to solve those problems, but yeah. But you know what I mean? You're, you Two weeks ago, you were here in the dumps. You're like, oh, man, I lost my buddy's jacket. My life's over. Now look at you. I, mean, I got to yeah. go buy one, but everything's fine. Yeah. So it's like those moments you just learn to forget about because the older you get, the more you have these moments of lows and highs and yada and yada. And then you just realize that it, none of this makes sense. You just have to stay even keel because at the end of the day, good things are going to happen, bad things are going to happen, but you got to keep moving. Yeah. That's how you look at it.
1: Yeah, it is um it's definitely been an adjustment, man. I keep using this quote, like I think probably a lot of people can relate to it. Just like when you move out when you're in university or that first time around, it was a lot different when you could rely on student loans and the fallback of, "Oh, I'm in university, you know, I don't got to work my ass off to pay to do these things. You don't have the bills." Moving out once you're a full-fledged adult with a full-time job trying to pay the bills, it's been a very uh very learned i've learned a lot in the last two months let's just put it like that but yeah. you know that's what i just tell myself you see learn a lot and keep it moving you know it's not nothing to complain about but it's just it's interesting it's been a very eye-opening couple months for yeah, me absolutely yeah summer
0: jobs that's where you build yeah. uh that's where i built character like you know just talking about brunello you see these kids that are you know out of high school second year basically what you're doing you know just out of university and university and they're shoveling horse shit on the you know onto the fairway there and then laying sod over it whatever it may be and you see them and it's 30 degrees and they're just grinding and i'm there sipping a pina colada sitting in the cart chipping a pitching wedge onto the excuse me onto the green and The way I'm able to appreciate me sipping on a pina colada, sit in in the cart, chipping on my pitching wedge on par three, that could be a song, and I look at that, and I don't feel bad is because I I, I went through it, and I know that whatever that kid is doing right now, he's building character. At the time, when you're doing it, you don't realize you're building character. You just think, my life sucks, my job sucks, it's hot, I don't have any sunscreen, I'm going to get a burn, you know, you're thinking all these things. I'm not going to look good for the bar. I'm going to look like a tomato. My friends are at the beach right now and I'm stuck here. You're you're thinking all these things. But at the end of the day, you are building so much character, you do not even know it. And that's what makes me happy because I went through it and I know that those kids that are working at Brunello, working on the greens, they're going to come out of whatever the hell they're doing. They're going to come out good men. They're going to, you know, even the cart girl. Sure, you guys are, you girls are working. You're, you know, you're going to come out great women. You're going out there, you're hustling and you're working in that heat it's not fun it's not easy but they will be better off for it and it, it's it's nice to see for sure
1: what about the guys uh, at the garden center trying to learn how to load trees onto trucks do you have any uh, feelings about those guys who the guys at the garden center learning how to drive tractors and move thousand dollar trees i don't any know sympathy for them oh is that you yeah uh,
0: yeah i guess so <laughs> do you guys
1: yeah are you building character uh, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. summer jo- getting the hands dirty. I'm getting the hands dirty. You know, we don't get our hands. We, we don't get our hands dirty that much with the, with the winter job, you know, in a different sense we do, but it's yeah. this blue collar work, man. Like you said,
0: sometimes like I remember when I was younger, I'd be like, man, I wish I grew up rich and I had all this, you know, you had, you had friends that were just rich and they had, you know, they're driving these nice cars in high school and, you know it's all fun and dandy back then but thank god i didn't have that type of privilege i'm very proud of my work ethic i'm very proud of how i maneuver my way through this life and get what i want and i think if i grew up with everything handed to me it would uh it'd be a tough go right now i don't know where i'd be i'm you know my parents cut me off at a certain age and it was awful You know, couldn't even get five bucks for us, you know, just, just nothing. Just, they cut me off cold turkey. They go, look, we'll give you a house. Well, you you, you can live here. We'll we'll feed you three days out of the week, three days, three times out of the day. (laughs) Yeah. So what's three times five? Three times five, 15. No, what's how many days in the week? Seven, Seven, 21. So there's 20, I'll give you 21 meals a week. That's a good amount. And, uh, and and that's it. So like, you know, no, no, nothing. And I remember that being that put a lot of tension between me and my parents. Did they ask
1: you to pay rent?
0: They did at one point. Mm-hmm. It got to the age where I hit like, I don't know what it was, 24, 25, and I was still at home. And like that awkward rent conversation came up. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck. If I'm paying rent, I'm not doing it here. So that just <laughs> – that is that what happened that, to you? Yeah. That, yeah. It's it's yeah.
1: definitely – you understand, but it's just a tough thing to wrap your head around. Yeah. It, it was like, okay time one way or the other time to get out when you're hearing that
0: and full circle back to the golf thing that's another enjoyable factor that i can golf on a wednesday at two o'clock it's because i know i've worked my bag off throughout the winter i've earned this right to be able to golf at wednesday at two Mm o'clock i know i can be doing other things i know that i could still be working towards high button sports but i know as soon as september hits i'm going to be one of the most busiest individuals east of montreal so i've earned this right and that gives me a little bit more satisfaction towards my addiction even though i've admitted it already so it's fine with them i'm good with that
2: mm-hmm. but yeah
0: summer jobs are crazy i'll go over the hardest i'll never forget it the the hardest day of work i've ever done it was july 20th 9 uh, july 20th 2009 no nah, no not, not pre
1: covid No, this is
0: not even. This is like a year out of high school. So what am I saying? 2000, maybe 14. Something like that. Hardest day of work of my life. I'm working for a landscaping company. And... It might have been my second, third day there. And I knew the boss, the, the guy who owned the company. He was uh, friends of my mom. And I think my mom helped me with the job. I got it. And it was like my second day. The first day, I didn't really do anything. Mowed a couple lawns, yada, yada. But I think the, the owner of the company wanted to see my work ethic. And he paired me with, uh, just another guy, and he was a vet. He's been in this landscaping company for for years and years and years. So you got to think of this guy. as almost like a little spa. He had to see how mm. my work ethic was. He was going to report back to the boss, and he'd be like, okay, Justin can work, or Justin can't work. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, Did you
1: realize this at the time, or is this nope. like took a few years? Okay. No, I didn't realize yes. at the time. Okay. But now being a business owner, yeah. I get it. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I
0: completely get it. Because the first day, I'm just mowing lawns. Maybe I didn't do a good job the first day. I don't know. <laughs> So I remember showing up the second day. I'm like, oh, man, this job's not bad. You mow a couple lawns in the suburb, you know, You know, roll the sleeves up, get a little tan. Not that I was overly working. I just, you know, it was a day of work. First day. You can't expect too much mm-hmm. from me. So I get there the second day and raining. Hard, hard rain. And... I get there and, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the truck I was on yesterday. I'm like, oh, perfect. I'll just hop in that truck. The mowers are already good to go. I'm, I'll go to the, you know, I'll mow even though it's raining. I don't know if you mow in the rain, but whatever. I'll do whatever anyone tells me to do. So I just hop in the truck waiting for my partner and the owner. I don't know who came over to me. He goes, Justin, no, you're not mowing today. You're, you're going with, uh, you know, Daryl. I don't know the guy's name. You're going with Daryl. Uh, you guys are just going to go down to a house and, and, and do, the you know, do this, do you know, whatever. Lay sod. Okay, yeah, sounds good. So I head over to Daryl's truck, me and him chit chatting. Great guy, really nice guy, piss pouring rain. And in my head, I'm going, oh, we must just be going home. We're draining. Yeah. <laughs> and as we uh, are driving, he's on the phone with uh, the owner. And they're essentially going, yeah, all the mowers are going home. It's raining, uh, you know, whatever it is. So just letting you know, no one's really on call today. You, you know, that that's it, it's over. So I'm all happy. I'm like, great. It's, you know, it's 7 a.m. I'm going home. You're right. You're planning your day in your head at that point. Yeah. Classic. you know, it's like a 20-minute drive out to maybe lower Sackville, like a newer subdivision. Yeah. And (laughs) I'm a little worried because he's not turning the car around. We get to this beautiful, beautiful home uh, where you could tell it's fresh sod, but it's getting a little longer. I'm like, okay, maybe we're just mowing a lawn. I don't, you know, I don't understand. What are we doing here? Because there's no mowers on the truck and it's still pissing rain still piss rain. pouring rain yeah. there's really not there's there's no no equipment in the truck we get to this place and all of a sudden i look on the back lawn which is right down kind of by the water and it's a wood chipper and i'm like okay what's the wood chipper down there like do i get out of the car it's raining still he's like yeah I man we we are just going to go down here we got to look at the wood chipper right quick it's always gets 7am you know i'm 16 17 i'm young mm thinking of mowing a lawn and going home he goes all right let's go like okay sounds good you know no rain jacket just a long sleeve whatever go down in the middle of the woods on the right of the backyard there's a bunch of chopped up logs and i'm talking logs jeff just big old logs Mm. he goes yeah we're uh we're we're trimming today we're 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 chucking logs into this chipper and uh, hopefully we'll be done by 6, 7 o'clock. Oh, that's what he said? That's what he said. So this guy, I'm telling you, is a grizzled vet. To him, he's pumped. He's working in the rain. He loves this. There's people out there that love landscaping, that love doing this stuff. Just love it. And obviously I wasn't too thrilled. But I did it out of maybe spite. At the time, I didn't know I was being tested. Yeah. But I was doing it out of... You know, fuck you. You're making me do this right mm-hmm. now. I'll prove to you who I am and, and, and what I can do. Back against the wall. And there was logs I could barely lift. Piss pouring rain, mud everywhere. Hardest day of work of my life. I'm chucking logs into this in into this wood chipper. And the wood chips are being dispersed all over like the, the forest. Not the forest. Like the forest was right next to the lawn. So the wood chips were just dispersed basically in the forest to make it look a little bit cleaner. Mm-hmm. And I'll just never forget that. I not that I almost cried, but I almost cried. Yeah. You know, it's it's six o'clock at night. You've been working for you know almost twelve hours, what ten hours, whatever it was. You you almost cry. You can barely. Your hands are so cold. You can barely lift the logs. <laughs> your second day. Your Joe. second day. And this is in April, and I'm working this job till oh, August. It's till, chilly until in April, too. hockey season starts back up again. No, I'll never forget it to this day, but. Because of that day, there will ne- there will never be another day of work where I work harder in my entire life. So in terms of that one day, I am not scared of any in particular piece of work that I have to do with this company ever again for the rest of my life because it'll never beat that day. It'll never beat it. Dude. It'll never beat it.
1: Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm there every day right now working at this garden center. And I'd be lying if I said there wasn't times where I said, I wish it was the dead of winter right now and i was at the bmo center managing a bunch of games yeah you know what i mean it it really it really makes you appreciate what you what you got and what you feel like you like doing compared to what you're doing out of necessity 100% i'll just put it like that there is it's come across my mind in the past 2 months like man i wish it was just like september already and we were going and i know you always tell me not to do that but more just in like the actual game aspect of just I would rather that be what I was doing day to day than what I'm currently
0: doing. So well, I remember, dude said it once. He's like, you can't wish these games away because yeah. they won't come back. Yeah, and it's very true. If you're sitting there in the third period and it's two two and it's going to overtime, and you're pissed off because it's Saturday night.
1: Yeah, and you're gonna get home at eight thirty instead you know, of eight. You know, yeah, you, you
0: just you can't <laughs> be mad because if you wish this game to go away, they just will stop coming back. So you have to embrace it. You have to sit there and you have to enjoy it because that's what this life's about. And you know what, if you are sitting there till 830, and you are home 30 minutes late, and you're a little pissed off, guess what, you're gonna have a great night, because you just came home from some hard work, some pride that you took in your work, you're gonna come home and you're gonna have a good night, maybe you'll have an extra beer, you'll put your feet up, maybe you'll have an extra, you know, extra garlic finger because you earned it. It's just highs and lows, baby. Highs and lows, and if you can stay in between those highs and lows, you're good to go. And you're skateboarding along with Belly. Yes, <laughs> skateboards right there. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> but no, it's uh, summer. Summer jobs are are where you know men and men and women are made. It's where I was made in the summer. I definitely wasn't made in the winter. Mm. Hockey. Don't get me wrong. Hockey made me who I am. But that work ethic wasn't there with hockey. I wasn't training. I wasn't doing the things that I was supposed to be doing to try to get to the NHL the real work ethic came from those summer jobs so um i saw a lot there was a couple uh, There was a couple kids that were working at brunello that were fans of the show and hopefully they're listening and just know that the work you guys are doing right now first of all brunello they're not even paying me for this um, <laughs> oh, i know man they it's fantastic like you pull up there and the guys there to take your bags and sometimes some of the guys know who i am so some guys will go like hey mr belanger like how are you i'll take your bag and do it here But even if they don't know me, they'll still be like, hey, what what time's your tea time? What's your name? I'll take your bag and put it on the cart. It's just those little things you'll pay for. You You love that stuff, too. Oh, my God. It's the little details. That's what I
1: always tell people. I'm like, whenever they ask me about these trips we go on, I'm like, one thing about Justin, he won't half-ass it, man. He likes to, you know, you like the full experience. You're a country club guy. Well, nothing wrong with that. Well,
0: customer service is gone. You know, like mm. you go to the, the, the airport now, you're checking yourself in. You go to the grocery store, you're pretty much checking yourself out. Yeah. Even you go to a restaurant. I, I was at a restaurant the other day and there's like robots serving you, eating sushi. Like there, there's, there's, no, um, there's no customer service anymore. So if you want to get ahead, I think, in this uh, world of business, a little advantage will just be a little bit more of a, a sprinkle of customer service because not a lot of places... Are, yeah. are 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 too uh keen on customer service. If you go anywhere, it'll be hard to get service with a smile. It's, yeah. it's tough to get service with a smile these days. Because yeah. most people think they're above most yeah. people think they're above it.
1: And the bosses and stuff, they just don't care as much about it. Like it's not a priority to them to be like make sure everyone leaves with a smile. It's like make sure everyone leaves paying. So it's it's up to the young guns out there working to put in that extra effort.
0: I always say whenever the we're um training here at high button sports a big you know for sure the the big thing i emphasize emphasis emphasize 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 the big thing that i emphasize with is uh talking to the ring staff with a smile and saying thank you please things like that because you know not that we're giving them a service but just being in their territory with a smile helps situations. Cause sometimes you might have an extension cord that's, you know, four feet too short and you need mm. as an extension cord and you gotta go to the front desk and ask for an extension cord. Sometimes you might run out of duct tape. You gotta go to the Zamboni guy to get some duct tape. Mm. There, there's so many things in day-to-day business, especially with us where you need yeah. to do it with a smile on your face. Yeah.
1: And I find that like with our job, it is a little intrusive. Like we roll into our rink and like we gotta act like we know what we're doing at that rink because we've gotta. So we're kind of treading on their territory territory so you really gotta go to your way to like you know be respectful because it is their territory it's not ours we're guests in their domain but we just need access to what they've got so yeah. you know and us in boston you know we're rolling into those rinks a couple of canadians like you know, they do they even run things down here the same as they do in canada but you know it all works out in the end it all comes out in the wash
0: so it's interesting how there is excuse me like there is an end story to high button sports but yet we don't know it that that that's mm. what keeps me oh, sorry I'm drinking a beer I'm just burping <laughs> here it's uh you know history has already been written but we don't know it you know it, it it's always uh it's always an interesting thought in my head where high button sports will be in 30 40 50 years whatever it may be oh i that's think like cool. a year yeah
1: i think it's just cuz of my age i'm like when i like yeah. you know i'm year to year but
0: i think i'm pretty yeah. good not yeah A year I can see, like, you know, if you're not, if you, if you're in a business and you can't see what the next year looks like, work harder. I I think we know what the next year looks like. I suppose. You know, we know.
1: I know. I think we know it'll be successful. I just don't know exactly which avenue is going to hit at the right time to be, to bring that success. That's fair. Because we've been through a lot of discussions and, you know, this past year of what, this 2023 four season will look like and it's changed a bunch of times we'll have full two hour long discussions on how to tackle this and then two weeks later another opportunity comes up and we pivot so that's fair i have confidence it's like it's gonna be good it's just i don't know which exact avenue is going to be taking up majority of our energy okay as of right now i like that i can respect that yeah
0: um the u.s open i didn't really enjoy it it's, it's hard to go from the Canadian Open, which has some of the rowdiest fans maybe behind waste the management, Waste Management yeah. Open. Like, it's probably the second most rowdy tournament on PGA mm. Tour. And then go to the U.S. Open, where the Los Angeles Country Club is very strict. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you have to wear pants. Everything has to be tucked in, hair combed to the right. I don't know. You know, it just – it seemed like uh, someone tweeted out the rules of – being involved with the Los Angeles Country Club and it was ridiculous. Apparently the pros couldn't get a practice round in because it was members only. And even <laughs> if you're a pro playing in the US Open, you can't go early to get a round a in. A major
1: too. Like a this major. is a major. This I think it's only ever been there like one other
0: time too or, or a handful. Like it's not in the regular rotation. So, so just so anyways, the point I'm trying to make to go from the Canadian Open and then a week later to the US Open I don't know. It was just an interesting look uh, for the PGA Tour, which is trying to attract a younger, broader audience. Mm. It'll be interesting to see how the... Not that that'll carry over to the Live PGA mm. agreement, but... Um, yeah,
1: like it's kind of an important time for golf right now.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well yeah. said. Every all, Eyeballs are on golf. Not yeah. just Live, not just PGA, just golf as a whole. The eyeballs... Whatever golf as a whole decides to do in the next three to four months will dictate the next 20 to 30 to 40 to, to forever years.
1: Sounds similar to high button.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah. you know what I mean? It, yeah. It, it's going to be interesting to see which way uh, golf decides to go. If they if they decide to go the the Happy Gilmore route. Or if they decide to go the the Los Angeles, we, commu- yeah. you know the, the Los Angeles Country Club, route. yeah,
1: yeah. Keep it buttoned up or loosen this thing up and see how big. Because like, it's hard. It really is a massive sport, especially in the states. Like if you're on Twitter on a Sunday afternoon, that's all people are talking about. Like is the golf Canadian Open major, whatever. Like I, it's, people it's, are addicted. It is big, man.
0: But like I was at the the driving range today at Brunello. There's you know couple guys out there hitting balls with uh Boston Celtics jerseys on. You know, it's like you don't mm. see that 10 15 years ago, do you? Mm. Like I only started golfing 4 years ago, so I don't but you know, Brunello, you know, nice course, you know? So it's just it's a it's just starting to open up to each and every single community. But on the tour, on the pro level, we have to see what they're going to be able to embrace. Are they going to embrace the rowdiness or do they want to keep it LA Country Club? we'll see
1: yeah do you think you'd like going to a lot like a golf event like would you go to the Canadian open next year because I feel like you like you like that sort of, and you you're yeah. enamored with golf shots like a lot of people who don't like going to live it's like okay I like it but could I do like eight hours of it? But I think you're into it enough where you each shot would be interesting.
0: I can't answer that. I've, I've heard too many stories of people that enjoyed it and people that hated it. Mm-hmm. I, I just have to experience it myself. I can't answer that. got to get I've, you to an event, man. I've heard stories of guys that have gone and they were exhausted three hours in. Cause they're just walking and drinking and the sun, no shade. You're not allowed to bring like a, a folding chair in. So you're standing. And then I've heard guys that have went to events and they sat at the ninth hole right at the turn. And they had a chair, and there was a washer right next to them. Beer prices were low, and they said they had a fantastic time. Mm. Yeah. So it's it, it. Let me say this: in, in terms of experiences, you know, we talk about you know the the Titanic and Mount Everest and whatever. It's an experience that I want to go through for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, unfortunately, the only ones to do are in Canada's Canadian Open. You but can I, I, I can get down to the states, yeah, yeah for sure.
1: There's definitely some like northern states that have events like Boston or Massachusetts has them and stuff.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, it it would definitely be something I want to experience. It would be cool.
1: Would you go solo or would you like go with someone else?
0: No, you can't go on a solo.
1: No? But like when you're with someone else, especially it's something like that where, like you said, it's so hit or miss. Like what if they hate it and you're loving it? Then your whole
0: weekend's like kind of (laughs) weird. I do. I, I know I said this about golfing by yourself i can't travel by myself i gotta be with someone (laughs) i'm gonna
1: know this is my first i'm about to go to toronto drive up full week there full week back all on my own so i'll I'll, i don't know that's remained to be seen for me but that's interesting that you you're like willing to make that claim
0: yeah i I gotta bounce things off people if i'm driving on the highway and i see like a cool cow i gotta go hey jeff look at that cow (laughs) I can't just... But but
1: you're good at driving, man. little secret, a little inside high button. that This guy carried on the Boston trip. So I wouldn't like, you know, I'm kind of surprised to hear you can't just like, you wouldn't be able to rip off on your own for a weekend.
0: Well, I like talking. Mm -hmm. And that's what keeps me up. And that's what keeps me entertained is that's, you know, that's what I do for a living. I like hearing other people's ideas. That's why I do a podcast for a living. Mm -hmm. So that's what keeps me going. And when I travel and I see... um, new things i experience uh, new places i need to know how the person i'm with feels about it you want to share it fair enough yeah exactly i I feel
1: like majority of people are like that but there's definitely some introverts (laughs) out there who could crush a trip on their own and have a great time we'll see
0: yeah yeah
1: (laughs) but a golf tournament
0: i I can't be there by myself i gotta go with someone
1: like i'm going to quebec i'm stopping in quebec city for a night And like, I'm just gonna go, I'll probably leave at seven, I'll get in at three, maybe take a two hour nap, then I'll go enjoy Old Quebec, because I'm staying right next to Old Quebec. And I love that area. I'll go for a walk, I'll maybe get dinner alone, have a few drinks, maybe find a bar, head back. You know, you're not really on anyone else's schedule. That's the nicest part of it. Yeah,
0: That's fair. I actually got invited to a wedding, you know, the restaurant we were at in Old Montreal you me dudes and jeff oh yeah yeah so yeah. i got invited troy i got right. in, sorry troy sorry <laughs> troy you me uh or not you me uh i got invited to a wedding right next to it in january in montreal nice so hopefully there'll be uh, like a habs game hopefully it'll be like a snowy day or something like yeah. a wedding right downtown old montreal that'll be that'll be pretty sick that will be sick that was a great area. It's right next to that restaurant. It's right next eh? to it. It's it's literally like you know like the, so you know when we walked down on the corner and there was like those people eating on the, the, and you know across there was like the police. remember like that little like area it's right in that building right across from
1: yeah for anyone wondering it's kind of near that giant ferris wheel there in old michael near the water where we're kind of talking about with the cobblestone roads fancy restaurants yeah that sort of area i'm sure people know
0: so yeah the wedding's january and we're trying to maybe i don't like the bachelor party yeah i'm not even gonna talk oh is that that like
1: the is that the one that's like ice jam associated that Yeah, one? well, the
0: weddings in january but right if the ice jam dates are the same as last year which i think the 17th it was on well, i'll be good because the wedding's on until the 27th of january mm-hmm. so i'll be good which would be a huge reward after the ice jam you oh, know just yeah. head on right to the yeah. wedding it'll be great yeah um i'll be in east Hans that weekend yeah i'm sure hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah we're not we're not booking flights until we see uh The NHL schedule, Mm -hmm. because we want to see if the Habs are playing. So if the Habs are playing on the wedding's on a Saturday, so if the Habs play on a Thursday, you know maybe go down on a Thursday compared to a Friday. So I don't know, we'll see. Cool, it'll be good. It'll be good time. Do you have one
1: wedding this year, or are you stacking them up like all the thirty pluses? Or I know,
0: I think I just have one. and Then my wedding next year that'll be fun. It'll be it'll be busy because I want to go on my bachelor party like March April. So this wedding's in January. Good to know. So I'll be going on my bachelor party, you know, two months after. It's going to be a busy year. Let's just say that. Yeah. It's going to be a fun, busy year. Because when's your
1: wedding? Next summer? Next summer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Fair enough
0: which i haven't planned anything for i'm sure sarah will take care
1: of it <laughs> honestly when i was walking in here today i was like i sarah said hi to me and i haven't talked to her in a, like a little bit and i was like wait are they married yet no like, no no they're not no they're not <laughs> we're still waiting on that there was a moment where i was like oh yeah they're mar- no no they're still they're still there <laughs> that's how busy you are right? I, yeah and i've flying. just been hearing about it for forever from you man so it's just like has it been two years since that or no <laughs>
0: jesus <laughs> yeah time's flying what's the it time is. at right now 50 50 minutes right now 50 holy minutes, yeah so I'll I'll say this before we wrap it up summer is here summer only comes around so many times in your life if you're lucky you live to 80 years old you'll have 80 summers I'm 31 summers in and that's if you get lucky you get to 80. Actually, no. On in that interview, I said I'll be a 90-year-old man sipping out of a straw. So I'll say 90. <laughs> Hopefully, I go to 90. So how many summers do I have now? Uh, if, uh, 31. Thir- no, 30? I'm 31. So I have... 30. No, then, that's, then I'd be 60. I'm not dying at 60. Oh, I thought you meant how
1: many of you'd had. No, 90. if I, if I get, live to 90... you got 60 left. I have 60. 59, 60
0: left. 59 weddings left. Weddings or summers? What did I say? Weddings. Sorry, summers. <laughs> yeah. So I have 59 summers left. I'm going to try to take advantage of all 59 summers. <laughs> it's kind of weird when you put it like that. I'm going to try to solve my addiction. Not really. I'm going to try to soak in the rays. Not really. Well, no, I I like to tan. I like to oh. be dark. And, like, man, I live in a rink eight months out of the year. Yeah, but you said you don't do well in the sun. Yeah, but I like to look dark. Okay. So I'm gonna soak in the rays for the next 59 years. I'm gonna listen to music on the back deck with friends. What's your top song right now for the people at home?
1: When you're, when you're like, I need to listen to music, what's my song right now? It's called The Hillbillies
0: by Kendrick and Baby.
3: I don't buy much, I buy land, bro, along Germany.
2: McDonald's, every time
1: This is the song of the summer for Justin Bloche <laughs>
3: Big bro- so, girl, <laughs> <laughs> fuck up the world, excuse me, but is that your girl? If she tells, that's a good referral. He be talking crazy to me, but Kendrick, no, I like regular girls. I'm not good with the regular girls. Damn, they do want a veteran girl. I just might change your life.
2: We ain't wearing no Jacinta be <laughs> jeans. We ain't doing none of normal things. So you know what
1: formal means? Standard, I lost the plot. Is this the natural really outro or what?
0: I, I think it's a single to <laughs> an album coming
1: <laughs>
3: Fuck the world excuse me but girl did mean to possess
0: your girl Baby, i'm high. anyway so that's it there okay um so yeah that's the song of the summer but i'm gonna try to soak in these 59 summers as much as i can and i'm gonna try to appreciate them as much as i can there's nothing wrong with sitting on a cart while your buddy looks for his ball i'm sure you want to help him but there's nothing wrong with sitting there and taking in the sun taking in the fresh air taking in that nice drive you have that's maybe sitting up 20, 15, 30 yards ahead of your friend and, and enjoying it and looking at it and going, you put that ball there, but maybe help your buddy out too. Mm. But what I'm trying to say here is slow down time. Cause the next thing you know, 59 years is going to go by like that and you're not going to have any summers left. So to everyone listening to the high button podcast, do me one favor this summer over the next three to four months. Take that second to yourself and embrace these summers, take it in, enjoy it, breathe it, smell it, taste it. I was going to say burn it, like burn a fire, but maybe not right now. Don't burn anything, but make sure that you enjoy summer because next thing you know, it's going to be over. So I'm going to leave you with that. Um, We're rolling into the weekend right now. I want everyone to work hard. I want everyone to have fun. I want everyone to set a good example for these kids right now working summer jobs, building character. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, just roll with it. At the end of the day, we out. Yeah, at the end of the day, to skateboard right down the road. Even feel. All right, we're out. Peace.